0: Shall you come to me, or shall I come to you? So we can sit down together and listen to episode 52. Listeners, this is almost... Well, it literally is. We've done a year's worth of episodes. Wow. But Potter Vision is on the grow. And that's all thanks to you guys. Um, we won't be anywhere if not for you guys. Supporting the show, leaving us reviews, telling your friends, uh, supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much, it's genuinely amazing. But if you've not done any of those things already, then what's stopping you, Year 7s? Yeah, leave us a review. Go to our Patreon.com, patreon.com forward slash Pottervision if you'd like to support us further. We're going on tour for a full list of our tour dates. You can go to Pottervision.com. Anyway, here's me yammering on. Here's episode 15. 52.
1: Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every single week, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and this man opposite me, Tom Laurenson, we look at a chapter from the Harry Potter books and that inspires a lovely hour long conversation. Mm. This week, we're on episode 52. 52 weeks, that equals a year, year sevens. It's been a year since we first started this podcast. Happy birthday, Tom. But,
0: Lucas, it's meant to be a joyous occasion, but I am sad. (laughs) What's wrong? Do you not notice something missing? What's missing? No, Connie. No. (laughs) Connie, where is she? (laughs) Connie's not here in me lap where she normally is. Yeah. She's gone off on a retreat this weekend. Has she? (laughs) Where's she Where's she going? (laughs) She's got, she wouldn't tell me. She said it's a spiritual retwe- retreat and she'll be back when she can. So you nearly
1: said retweet,
0: which would have been funny because she's a bird. She's been on a retweet. do pick on her like that, that's oh. Connie. But, it, uh, do you know what? I can be happy because we're 52
1: episodes in. Hey! Oh! Yeah, it feels barely more than 40. Mm. But this week, we're on book three, chapter 17 Cat, Rat and Dog. And as promised listeners, we have a very special guest in the room, Mr. David Stanier. Yoo-hoo!
2: <laughs> How are you, David? I'm good. I'm uh, taking place of Connie on Tom's lap. Um. <laughs> How does
1: it feel, Tom, having David on your lap? Pleasant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, David is here with us
1: today, not only to join us on this lovely podcast, but we're not in Tom's house. Oh, we are at Chorley Little Theatre, about to do, in about three hours, our first ever tour show. Mm. And you're mm-hmm. opening for us today, we're doing stand-up. I am, going to say you all my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good.
2: Now, David,
1: are you a Harry Potter fan?
2: Yeah, I am. Uh, I read them when I was a teenager, I think around the same time you guys would have. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember the fifth book was the one that came out when I was waiting for the next release. Oh, that yeah. was when same, I the party. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's when kind of Harry Potter mania hit everybody, really. Mm. The- I think the four
2: were out for a while mm. and then everyone was
0: gurning for that fifth book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Take me to W.H. Smith at midnight. I want that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, imagine
1: being one of those people who are actually like camping in a tent outside, waiting for that book to be released. It's a book. It's <laughs> a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book, guys. David, how's your week been? You been up too
2: much? Um, yeah, like at work, I've got a day job. Uh, they've been making me come back a bit, a bit more in, mm-hmm. and then uh, we had to get a shuttle bus from Manchester to Audley Edge, and um, on the on one time, I got on the bus, and the bus driver was watching on the buses while he was waiting for everyone to get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, <laughs> and uh, I thought, that's a bit of a busman's holiday. Um, <laughs> um, not yeah. Only from the irony of.
1: A man on the bus watching on the buses. <laughs> Just the fact that on the buses is so awful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Must be 50 years old now on the buses. Yeah, how's he got that? What was he watching on a phone? Uh, you know how coaches have like a DVD system. Oh, a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Brought a DVD, the sly bastard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here you
2: has got his little set.
0: Cool.
1: Oh man. I, mean, I remember we went on, uh, we went to France on a bus with school, but the only DVDs they had were only Fools and Horses. So, literally all the way there, and all the way back, we just had only fools and horses on the telly, <laughs> on the coach, for the kids. Sounds funny. For the kids. When
0: I used to get the uh, bus to school when I lived in Spain, it was a long journey where we'd be on this coach that I it probably might have been in my kids, you know, like my adult brain now, maybe 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I was like,
0: this is a two hour journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i make twice a day. <laughs> And during this time over the space of a week we would watch Short Circuit in the morning.
1: What
0: Short <laughs> Circuit? A film about a man who befriends a robot. Oh, <laughs> fun. And so you see I that mean, whole film? I think the robot might be on the run, but uh, we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it in segments every morning over yeah. a week.
1: Yeah. We're looking forward to a lovely, jolly show! <laughs> How about you, Lucas? What have you been up to? Oh! Ho, ho, ho. I had a bit of a panicky moment this week. Oh, yeah? So, as uh, our listeners may or may not know... i the med- a I'm a medwetter. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners had gone for 11 whole nights without an accident. But I think I had a bit too large of a glass of milk <laughs> two nights ago... And I woke up to a puddle, listeners. I woke I up a to a puddle. Bu- you set me up on tell that. The truth. All right, tell the truth. I had a bit of a panicky moment. <laughs> <laughs> what listeners may or may not know is that I shit the bed. <laughs> Come on. No, no. There's, a, there's an ongoing petrol crisis in the UK. Due to us leaving the European Union, there's issues with... Lorry drivers coming from Europe, they know, come. Bring it. They might not <laughs> come in to the UK with petrol, and as a result, people are panic buying. If they don't know about it, then they won't be calling it petrol. They'd call, be calling it gasoline. All right, gasoline guys. <laughs> uh, people are panicking. People are panic buying. The petrol's running out, and garages are closing. The uh, the petrol stations are closing. So anyway, I'm going to Leeds to teach improv on Monday. All right. Yeah. Throughout the day, I'm like, well, I've got half a thing of petrol left, but I'm not going to be like the others and panic by because I'll add to the problem. I'll wait until I'm empty. <laughs> right. So I go to Leeds. By the time I get to Leeds, I'm on one bar of petrol. right? I've already passed three petrol stations on the way that are closed. And I think, oh, dear. Mm. So I teach the improv. I finish teaching the improv. And then I drive around, right? I try three different petrol stations that I drive to. They are all shut. Bone dry. Bone dry, shut, right? I think, shit. Not only have I now got one bar left, but the one bar is flashing. I think I'm going to be stuck in Leeds. Mm. But I went on the internet. I did a little Google search, what's open? And there was one that was open. But the queue was going across the open dual carriageway. I had to wait for about an hour at the petrol station, queuing up, and uh, eventually I got some petrol. You get a full tank? I got a full tank. You're what, the, this country? You're no, this country. get away, get away. <laughs> but one guy, right, he brought a container with him to mm. fill up, right? So he starts filling it up, and then he gets a thing on the thing. You're not allowed to fill up in that container. You're not allowed to fill up in that container. At which point, what, what would you do? Continue. Uh, maybe Might continue <laughs> If you're a rebel What would you do David? Pour it down the drain <laughs> That's what the guy did That's what the guy did He thought Oh bloody hell I'm not supposed to do this And then he emptied Did he have a normal petrol container Or did he have something else? No he had like a It was massive It was like a massive Like plastic container But I think you're only supposed To have those little ones At the minute The man <laughs> C word Yeah He could have just kept That bit of fuel <laughs> I know
0: But he emptied it Just onto the floor you oh, sorry Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I put drinking
1: water in this instead. Yeah, I couldn't believe he did that. So yeah, but I filled my car up and uh, now I'm here. Wait, not a bad story. we got it yeah. here. And we've got enough to get back listeners. That's all we need. Yeah. Then we're done. Then, we, then that's it. <laughs> we get to die. <laughs> uh, how me, are you? What have you been up to?
0: Uh, me and Lucy have been painting our living room pink. Mm. What difference with the people?
2: You're having a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But as I've been
0: painting the living room pink, my nosy neighbour decided she wanted to have a peek at what I was doing. Oh, yeah. So what she did, she decided to start sweeping my front garden. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in in my house, and I can hear this. I'm like, what's that? I go out the window, and she's by my front door, like, sweeping... (laughs) Like in my Ooh. sweeping, sweeping my front step for like yeah. no reason. Like, i got my back to the wall, I'm like, yeah. Don't go to the front door. Don't go to the front door. There's a nosy neighbour peeking. Yeah, yeah. So you disobeyed my orders. You went. I'll go to the front door. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did. And then you left and uh, went and got something from your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oof, nosy neighbour back attic.
1: That's what I've been up to. Very good. Now well, then, are you two ready? For a chapter 17... Oh, I'm gone. What? Before we start, this is
0: the almost the year anniversary of what we've been doing, like, a year's worth of episodes. So my sister, uh, producer Alice, has bought us a one-year cake. Thank you very much, Alice. So I will... Oh, it's lovely. Light the candle. Oh, then, that's and then, nice. And I'll Ooh. present it in front of us all. And all at once we blow... One,
2: two,
1: two three. three. <sighs> oh. oh, that was nice. That was it. <laughs> did hey,
2: hey. Did you Happy make a birthday wish? to us. Did you
1: make a wish? I did, but you mustn't tell. I
0: just said the word Pottervision vision in my head. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: One, two. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's why your lip was trembling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How lovely. We'll have a bit of that after the uh, after the podcast. I'm going to have some now. Oh, why not? You can have a lovely slice of cake. Feel free to help yourself, David, as well. Do you like it? anyone like a slice?
0: I hate birthday cake. <laughs> the none for you. <laughs> Would what? you
1: like a pack of Lancashire sauce crisps? <laughs> hey, it's bloody lovely in this theatre. We've got into a dressing room, and they've got all sorts of lovely things in the room. We've got Lancashire crisps. We've got cans of Coke, Fanta. And a big jar of Uncle Joe's Mint Balls. Hey, hey. keep you all aglow. (laughs) I'm looking forward to uh, popping a couple of Uncle Joe's balls in my mouth. (laughs) Now, Tom, (laughs) enjoy eating your slice of birthday cake while I run down this chapter of the book. Sure. (laughs) Listeners, he's got a quarter of the cake (laughs) in his mouth. That's not a slice, that's a segment chapter 17 cats rats and dog Mm. Hmm. Buckbeak has just been murdered brutally murdered oh my god they can't believe it next thing scabbers is going nuts in ron's pocket and suddenly they're attacked by a giant dog oh he's grabbing ron by the leg he's pulling him down through the whomping willow through the hole Crookshanks, for some reason, can hypnotise the tree and make it stop. They then Harry and Hermione follow down to the hole. They go through a tunnel and they end up in the shrieking shack. They find Ron upstairs and it turns out the dogs are bloody animagus and it's turned into Sirius Black. Dun dun dun. Harry is pissed off. This guy's murdered his parents supposedly. He points a wand at him. He physically beats him up, which has been a theme of the whole book. And uh, he's got a bloody nose, black eye, all that's happening. And then Lupin turns up. Hooray, he's come to rescue us. But bloody hell, he's giving Sirius Black a hug. What's going on here? Turns out he's a werewolf as well. And then they turn around and say that Scabbers isn't a rat. It's Peter Pettigrew, who's supposed to be dead for 12 years. That's the chapter. Cat, rat and dog. What, what a, a chapter! chapter. <laughs> hey. What, what? It's, you know, we say it every week. But mm. This week! What a chapter, twists and turns and revelations. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy! <laughs>
0: Don't do <be> that. <laughs>
1: Mickey Mouse!
0: I got that size of birthday cake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Too big.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and look how fast I ate it. I was wolfing it down. And
2: yeah, Obviously, listeners,
1: the <laughs> slice was at a right angle. It was you
2: cut, a t- big you cut slice. it with a teaspoon as well. So, yeah, I did. It looks even bigger. <laughs> I, should have, I should have eaten it with the teaspoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the chapter starts off, right? Them, them hearing Hagrid's moan. Oh! They want to run back to him, but Ron says no. Yeah. He'll be in worse trouble if we find out, if they find out that he's seen us. Why? Yeah. He's a teacher
1: at this school. Yeah. And also, he's, he's not in trouble at all. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be in worse trouble. He's not in trouble. He's just animals being put down. You know, <laughs> you don't go to the vets and say, oh, yeah, my cat's gone in to have a lethal injection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody hell, he will be feeling a bit sorry for yourself. Aren't you? Shouldn't have been doing that. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not in trouble at all. They say they can hear Hagrid's howls from the hut. So as soon as that axe goes down... Ow! <laughs> what are you doing, Hagrid?
2: That's what I do at funerals, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you've been banned
1: from the church.
2: Mm. Tell you what, David, I'd love for you to howl at my funeral. I promise you I will, but uh, I'll probably die first. <laughs> no! What, what? Because of age? Uh, fighting. Fighting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe age and lifestyle, Probably. Yeah. Yeah, you seem a healthy guy.
1: Well, I don't know. See, I don't drink... Well, I I drink occasionally, but I don't smoke. But then uh, I do have a lot of McDonald's, a lot of bad food. I argue they may sponsor your funeral. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Just as I'm being lowered. Ronald,
0: Ronald McDonald being saluting with a little tear wiping off his makeup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd
1: love to have a reading from the Hamburglar.
0: <laughs> i be bloody lovely at my funeral. <laughs> I quite miss the old McDonald's. Remember the white McDonald's with the... Yellow interior. Yeah. Instead of the cool interior that they've mm. got now.
1: Yeah, what's that all about? Lamps at different heights. You can't be doing with that. Just sw- like squiggles on the, on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. A throne for the birthday child.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Mem- remember
1: that? Oh, yeah. Birthdays would either be at McDonald's or Burger King. Most mm. birthdays were. Did you all have a McDonald's birthday bus?
2: No! Are you talking about like something in the shape of a bus that everybody sat in with the tables
0: in front of our McDonald's? Yeah, was a double-decker bus. What? <laughs> uh, de- like McDonald's themed, like an actual bus. Yeah, decked out on the inside, yeah. all McDonald's stuff. Yeah, that could be driven about, like, uh, yeah. and then people would have their birthday party on the McDonald's bus. That is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No, didn't have that. <laughs> Never heard of that before in my life. I remember one day, like every year at the Fringe, they used to have a comedy bus Mm. at the Fringe where they'd have a gig on a bus. But I remember my friend went to see one of her friends that she knew Mm. do a gig, but she really had to go to the toilet because it was a bus. (laughs) (laughs) It was just at the front of the bus. It was really awkward because she had to like squeeze past him and then go down the spiral stairs Mm. to get to the loo. There was a lady doing a... um
0: a show in a taxi this year at the Fringe she was like I don't know she'd drive you
1: around the city while performing like talking back in <laughs> what's That's, the road that is just any taxi driver yeah, <laughs> yeah. any you take a taxi you get their Edinburgh show they talk about their life and in the end the dad dies but she was in a frock she was in a frock <laughs> she had a microphone instead of a steering wheel <laughs> <laughs>
0: There was a bit in um, this chapter that really reminded me of about 2009 YouTube because he got you uh, got Ron going Ow! Ow! Scabbers bit me. Ow! Ouch, Harry! Ouch, Scabbers! And it hurt, Harry, and it's still hurting.
1: Scabbers bit my
2: finger. It's really hurt, Scabbers.
1: <laughs> He's so dramatic, Ron. I feel like they're all very dramatic in this. Like, mm. I mean, Ron does get his leg broken. Yeah, that's later, isn't it? Uh, yeah, he just go through the walls a bit, doesn't he? Gets his leg broken. And- Dragged under a tree. <laughs> <Dragged> under <laughs> Big <a tree>. <laughs> <ass. laughs> they Well, all they've done is heard the chop of the axe. Hermione mm. can't breathe. What else would it be? Rock, what, sorry?
0: Well, I mean, they've got for every reason to believe that
1: Buckbeak is dead. Yes.
0: Are you suggesting otherwise?
1: No, I'm not suggesting otherwise. I just think, do they have, do they have a massive attachment to Buckbeak or are they just worried for Hagrid? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 The, the, how it's written, yeah, it feels like... I don't know how familiar you are with Game of Thrones, but there's a yeah. very famous beheading in that. Mm. And uh, I don't know, it just felt like they were trying to go for that kind of... I don't series know, one? Yes, mm. yeah. Yeah. That kind of dramatic beheading. Yeah.
1: Mm. I think so, yeah, because this would have been written after the book, but before the TV exactly, series. Exactly, yeah. mm. mm. Do you reckon J.K. Rowling read any other books before she... Wrote one of her own? Greek
0: mythology. Lord of the
1: Rings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Just anything incorporates anything. Sargos catalogue.
1: Oh, let's include this garnered furniture in my book. I got, we were wondering last week why Scabbers was in Hagrid's hut. What reason did he have mm. to be there? I did. Yeah, now I'm thinking that, because he you knows Sirius Black was about Who's hiding in Hagrid's huts. And Hagrid's got a dog as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Hagrid's the size of a barn
0: house. (laughs) (laughs) He is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Good. I wonder if Hagrid could beat up Sirius Black as a dog. I think think so. Because I think the dog is bigger in the book than it is in the film. Mm. I wonder if Hagrid could have a good, you know,
2: probably just make it one of... His own. Yeah. added to his collection of <laughs> <laughs> pets.
1: Because <laughs> in the film, it's just like the size of a big Labrador, really, isn't it? Mm. It's not enormous like mm. a Great
2: Dane or something. Mm. It's like yeah. a Grim yeah, in my mind. It's just like a big old black dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: A bit like the one from Norse mythology. I think, I don't know, they've got like a visit. I think they've all got pets, I think. I think Loki's got a big black dog.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's like a giant. <laughs> it's in Thor 3, I think. Huh? Scary stuff <laughs> Now Scabbers escapes Runs off Crookshanks the cat chases <laughs> Then Ron's chasing Crookshanks Then Hermione, uh, Harry's chasing Ron And Hermione's chasing Harry Right This to me, imagine seeing that Five people in a row chasing after <laughs> each other But it looked like the evolution of man You know you start, <laughs> you start with a rat Then you've got the cat Then you've got Ron who's essentially an ape on two legs. Then you've got Harry, who's not much better, and then finally you get fully functioning homo sapien Hermione.
0: I think, I think it looks more like the Scooby-Doo cast running down a corridor. Oh, it does.
1: <laughs> hey, right, let's start that bit again.
0: <laughs> oh, so Ron's running after that rat right? Why is Ron so enameled <laughs> with that rat? He just loves him, doesn't he? He's like one of the nutters who jumps off the end of Blackpool Pier, like trying to get a dog back. You've heard these stories where someone's dog falls off the end of one of the piers in Blackpool on like really high tide yeah. and instead of just going oh, I guess I don't have a dog anymore <laughs> they dive in after it and
1: themselves die. I
2: think oh, I'd dive after me dog. Yeah I think I would too. Off the end of a pier? Yeah.
1: Yeah you just think th- I've th- got to save it. And this will be fine I can swim. So high up. Yeah. Whee! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More fun! I don't know if I think if you saw the dog Die. If you fell off the end of a pier, I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm not doing Potter vision anymore. <laughs> well, that I can understand. <laughs> this is a dog. Yeah.
2: yeah, don't know. When they're running away in the invisibility cloak, well, at first mm-hmm. that stresses me out. Whenever in Harry Potter where there's a more than one person in on <laughs> that invisibility cloak, I hate it. It's like when people try and make you share an umbrella. Yes, I hate that. Yeah, I'd rather, I, when everyone says, oh, get, get under here, I I'll be no. visible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say no and just watch them stood in the rain.
1: <laughs> but it's like it's like an umbrella, because the more people you get under it, the less effective it is. Mm. You're not going to be covered. Like mm. I'm not being funny. I'm thinking of him in the film, where when he's on his own, that invisibility cloak barely covers, like barely reaches the floor. With three of them under it. I'm not being funny. You're going to see them all from the waist down. Yeah. Because it's going to... Like, he's going to cover just their shoulders. I mm. know. So you're just going to see, like, three pairs of legs running around the forest. Best
0: thing to do was if they all crouched down and, like, duck walk. Yes. <laughs> that's what we like to see. Waddling. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, like if you ever—I don't know—even sharing a duvet with someone, there's not enough
1: space under there. Yeah, I've got a single duvet. <laughs> <laughs> For me as well, these characters—they can't do anything without running commentary on everything that they're doing. It can't just be all they chased after the rat. If you were chasing after something, you're not going. Come here! Come back here, you! You just chase it, don't you? And you pick it up and you catch it. Mm. But here we've got, like, Ron going, oh, get out of the way, crook shanks, or come here, scabbers. Do you feel like we don't need commentary on that? No, anything. people say the name of their dog when they're summoning them. No, but not all the time. They're saying something every two seconds Scabbers!
0: Here. Scabbers! Ow!
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work on a rat, though, is it? Um.
0: Uh yeah, I mean it's a magical rat, isn't it? Yeah, uh, okay. Transforming into a
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> Say Poppy uh was running away, yeah. <sighs> would you not be like Poppy 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 <laughs> no,
1: cause she's not she's never coming back if I shout at right. her. Okay. <laughs> I just at that point I'd be like, right, I need to get a little worm or a, a bit of dried apple mm. and then tempt her from where she's where she's been. <laughs> Just food, she likes food. Is she comfortable with you now? Yeah. The other day, for the first time ever, now before, if you put your hand out, she'd put two balls on it. But for the first time ever, the other day, she actually just climbed on of her own accord onto my hand and was just chilling. What do you think to that?
2: I like it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's comfortable, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's lovely little steps. I area. saw some
0: uh, video or some comment section of a video the other day that was saying that men who don't like cats are misogynistic. Mm. And I was thinking, oh, I don't like cats. I'm allergic. But then I realised, I don't mind cats. Yeah. I don't like being allergic to them. But what I don't like is cat owners. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you got cats, I've you? got a cat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely <a> little cat. <laughs> are
1: your cats adorable, David?
2: Yeah, Betty. 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 Uh, if listeners want to put a, na- a face to this uh, cat's name, at Betty with the good fur on Instagram. Oh, uh, she's a flat-faced Persian. Oh, Yeah, she looks grumpy all the time. She looks good. She, she looks, looks fine. fine. <laughs> she looks good. She looks fine.
1: She is David's
2: feline. <laughs> Betty with the good fur. Betty with the good fur. <laughs> on Instagram... On Instagram. On Instagram, lovely. But I am really misogynistic. (laughs) (laughs) So there goes your theory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they are, though. Maybe men who don't like cats are misogynistic. Yeah. I don't like dogs either. Well, they're the same thing. I don't mind them. Yeah. I just don't like their owners. Yeah. (laughs) No (laughs) offence. I think you just don't like other people. Mm. Whether they own pets or not. No, what I hate is people (laughs) rushing over to other people's animals. Oh,
1: okay. That's me though, innit? it? Do you do, do that? Yeah, I do that. Oh, can I stroke your dog? That's me son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too late now. I'm tickling his tummy. I
0: saw this video that made me laugh. Uh, There's blokes doing this prank on people. You'd walk up to them and go, can I stroke your dog? And they'd go, yeah. And he would go, oh. and walk off. <laughs> without, without stroking it. That's Just funny. Like, can I? Well,
1: good to know. So they're running, aren't they? Hmm. Who turns up but this great big black dog, not depression, an actual. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, our
0: three heroes got depressed. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't be bothered chasing after Rat
1: anymore. (laughs) But this actual big black dog comes after him, seemingly for Harry, but then grabs Ron by the leg and drags him into a tree. Mm. I was getting excited I was like, A bit of action. You like that, did you? Yeah, we've not had a much like, you know, we've had mystery and intrigue and things like that, but this is like proper, yeah. lives are in danger for the first time in the film. You know, mm. things are going on. They're actually being attacked by a dog. Yeah, it's a, for the first time, it's a bit like less,
0: less, The um, no, for the first time, they're not in control. No. This is like an adventure they've not chosen to go on. Uh. They're getting dragged under a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah! Because normally the first two books, they're like, right, tonight's the night, you know, we're going to go into the girls' bogs and <laughs> whatever they do. Yeah. Uh, but now they're being like, yeah, sucked under a tree, aren't they?
1: Yeah. I love it. It feels like, yeah, a step up from the past two books.
0: Yeah. But how scary must that be? Great big dog dragging you off under a tree because... Oh my God. Is Ron thinking, this dog's going to kill me? Yeah. Is it
1: going to eat me? What's he thinking? Because as well, it's more like the kind of thing a tarantula would do, you know, like catch yeah. you and bring you back to your lair. Oof. I think I think it's scary because it's it's not dog behaviour. Because mm. a dog would normally just like maul you or something if it was evil. But the fact that it's dragging you somewhere mm. is uh, terrifying.
2: Yeah, he's got a plan.
1: Yeah, very scary. Mm. Breaks
2: Ron's leg in the process.
1: David, have you ever broken a bone?
2: Yeah, kind of. I think so. Uh, I've been told I have. Well, basically, I was my nose. Yeah. Um, I was on some monkey bars at a caravan site with my uh, grandparents, swinging away. I, I I'd done it earlier in the, the day. I said, "Watch this, Nana and Granddad," and then they just punched me. Uh, swing, swing, swing too far back, fall flat on my face, oh. and then crunch my nose and uh, loads of blood and and they, I remember it just mixing the blood mixing with the sand in my oh. hands. Oh. And then uh, I had to be taken to the accident unit. Yeah. Uh, my actual house was opposite the accident unit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh. Right my nose. Did yeah. you know, still live there now? No. No. <laughs> Did he miss it? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? The, the accident unit's not even there now. Oh. it's a popular place for uh, you know urban explorers to go and look around with. Uh, um, like an abandoned. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. So we don't have a
0: hospital in Stoke anymore. No, <laughs> mm. everyone's just well. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's well. Everything's fine.
1: no <laughs> Look, guys, we're going to have to shut down this hospital. What is it? Lack of funding, lack of equipment, no custom. We've just not got the people to come in and be bowling. David moved away. Yeah, have you been dragged by a dog under a tree?
0: No, but (laughs) I
1: can you answer that so seriously? No, I've not actually. Where were you going
0: with? I've been dragged
1: by a calendar. God. <laughs> but like I said last week, I was knocked over by a dog and cracked my head open. Mm. That's the the most chased by a dog. That's pretty scary. Have you? Smaller like dog, but still. It's yeah, so nice. it is scary when something. I always get worried about like you know swans or geese coming after. <laughs>
2: it's, oh, that, yeah, that that that. When, when the net goes low and the the oh, are yeah. getting ready for a, a good old charge. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I
1: think bloody hell. God, yeah. horrible. Hissing. <laughs> now this, for me, this chapter was amazing. But this one little detail uh, just upset me a bit. How does Crookshanks the cat <laughs> put its paw on part of the
2: Whomping Willow and make it stop? Do, 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 I mean, I do know the answer. Do you? Yeah, I, I've, I kind of because I was looking up crookshanks a bit. Yeah, and um, it said that there is like a knot in the tree. Yeah, do you remember the wood, that? No, it knows to press. Yeah, no, there's
0: press. an area that makes it's like a reset
1: for the wimping willow. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, the whole thing about crookshanks because I like crookshanks isn't this big of a part of the film, but. There seems to be more to Crookshanks that I don't I don't know what this is leading to, that she knows Sirius Black and...
2: Yeah, uh, it's a he. I it's it a he, a shame, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, again, I, I looked up a bit about Crookshanks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is some kind of... Because it's a magical cat. Yeah. yeah and it does seem to have more going on than I kind of realised, like, yeah. looking back on it. It's a, it's a, it's a clever cat.
1: Yeah. clever,
0: okay. cat. Clever, clever cat. We might find yeah. out more next chapter. There's a funny line when... Uh... <laughs> well, they mention um, uh, is it Ron or Harry says about Crookshanks he's friends with that dog yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them together yeah <laughs>
0: I've
1: seen <laughs> I think Harry really, must say it mustn't it it's very gossipy it's, yeah. <laughs> he's friends
0: with that dog
1: <laughs> it sounds like a mother excusing her son's poor behaviour it's like oh He's only started doing that since he met Nathan from rugby. <laughs> Not to like talk down to
0: animals, just, which I'd never do. Well, animals aren't friends with each other,
1: are they? Are they? I think so. Friends? <laughs> well, they it was kn- odd. They knock about together. I saw them licking the milk off. <laughs> I saw, <sir. laughs> But then we did see them last chapter or the chapter before where they're just walking side by side together, which mm. animals never really do normally, cats mm. and dogs. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird. They are dragged,
0: they go on this adventure into the uh, Shrieking Shack, yeah? Yeah. They go up the stairs, they're in there. Yeah. Did no one think to check these grounds, did the Shrieking Shack,
2: for Sirius Black?
0: Well, I know. Surely you'd have a Dementor in there
2: all the time. Yeah. Well, the Shrieking Shack, isn't it where they put Lupin every time it's the monthly time to be a werewolf? Is that right? oh I don't know you know more than us David sorry um, hey, I thought that's what they did
1: back in the day but you're yeah. still doing that now
2: well it must have been shrieking for a while and then Lupin must have gone off to be a grown up and it started shrieking again oh yeah <laughs> David don't apologise we're glad to have you uh, last week we had a
1: friend of the show Louis Shaw who didn't know half the things that happened in the book <laughs> so it's lovely to have you we'll here we find a middle balance one day yeah well that's us <laughs> <up>, isn't it <laughs> But yeah, all oh, fantastic. That, that seems like a thing, doesn't it? Luke, you know, Lupin's a werewolf, but it seems a bit cruel to stick him in. I know it's safe for everybody else, but to lock him in a shack for the night. To get his shrieks out. Get his shriek on.
2: <laughs> I think
0: there's a film directed by Guillermo del Toro called The Werewolf, I think, or something Ooh. like that. I like the idea of a werewolf. Did you ever see that film? Wolfman? Wolfman,
2: maybe. yeah. Is that what
1: was, was that by him, though? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It was a huge Jackman, wasn't it? They go down before they get up to the thing. They hear. Oh, no. Before that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> this series of books has an unrealistic thing that kids are getting now about how many slides there are into mystery underground locations there's a slide going into the, through the trapdoor in book one there's a slide going down to the Chamber of Secrets there's a slide going down the back of the witch's hump there's a slide going down the, the Whomping Willow there aren't naturally made slides <laughs> that just go <laughs> <laughs> underground but there seem to be like one in every book
0: these architects of Hogwarts You <laughs> thinking stairs no 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 no. I'm thinking
1: slide rope ladder yeah right you <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> We can't have the people just walk downstairs. They've got to slide and thump them at the bottom. Mm. I think
2: it creates a sense of like uh, unknown peril as you go down. You've got no like there's no control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's it's not building up but sliding down.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if anyone's ever tried running up a slide. It's fun, but it's hard. <laughs> mm. Especially if it's slippy.
0: How about when you go on a slide at a playground? And you slide all the way down, you get a wet bum because there's a pool of water waiting <laughs> for
2: oh. you. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Have you seen that office in uh, Manchester that's got a slide coming out the side of it? Mm. Fun. Mm. Yeah. Is it's... that when you finish your day at work? Uh, must be.
1: <laughs> in Hume. Oh, yeah. They should have that at the fire station, shouldn't they? Instead of those poles, you just have a slide that goes directly into the into the truck. The thing is, though, these firemen will start
0: starting fires so they can use the slide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bringing <laughs> <laughs> the, ca-
2: the station on the front. <laughs> <mobile. laughs> go, boys. Putting a cat up the tree so they can use the swings. <laughs> oh, oh, there wow. we go. <laughs>
0: They're walking up the stairs of the Shrieking Shack, oh, and yeah. what they hear is a low moan and a
1: deep, loud purring. <laughs> Guys, whoever's in that room, give them five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going badly in there when that's going
0: on.
1: <laughs> They're shagging. The shrieking shag, (laughs) the papers peeling on the walls. There are stains everywhere. There's broken furniture. No, it's not everybody's first year uni accommodation. It's the shrieking shack. And who's up there? Ron, Sirius Black. Sirius Black. Mm. Yeah.
0: And uh, steps out of the light into the light. Yeah. And uh, Harry is filled with fury. Yeah. He's like, I want to kill him. I want to kill him. Yeah. He didn't kill Harry's parents. So far, his only crime
1: seems to be he's got white skin and yellow teeth. (laughs) Well, he supposedly told Voldemort, didn't he, where Harry's parents were. But it's Voldemort who's killing him. I don't know how many times we have to do this. Well, he's murdered 13 people, they're saying
0: as well. He's a tattletale. (laughs) (laughs) But at this point, Harry believes
1: it's his fault...
0: I suppose snitches do get stitches in Harry's eyes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Harry is so annoyed. Not only does he think that Sirius Black has killed 13 people with one wave of his wand, not only does Harry think that Sirius Black told Voldemort where his parents were, leading to their death, but also he now thinks he's been shagging Ron. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on upstairs? I heard two voices and there's only you two in the room. <laughs> Walking in and going, all I heard
0: then was a low moan and a deep purr. <laughs> <laughs> what were you <used> two
1: doing? <laughs> I won't tell anyone on this. Mm, I forgot that they kicked the shit out of black.
2: Yeah. What? But... Yeah. Yeah because it, it does he give him a good old beating. I know he kind of overpowers him, but he also kind of it does say Harry forgets that he's a scrawny little thirteen mm-hmm, year old boy. Yeah. But it, yeah, so does he just Well beat
1: at, him up at one point he mm. says he punches him anywhere he can reach. Right. So he's just punching him over the body. He ends up with a black eye and Punched a punch him in the side of the head, not he? And a bloody nose. Hermione boots him at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the theme of the whole book (laughs) them two kicking the shit (laughs) (laughs) out Hermione punched Malfoy two chapters ago Harry threw mud and beat up Malfoy and Crabbe and Goyle earlier in the book of course they're going to batter black
0: I know well he's not doing himself any favours because he's been so obtuse about everything he talks like a right creep (laughs) (laughs) you killed my parents there will only be one death tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, yeah, if you're in a pub, right, and somebody comes up to you and goes, what fuck are you looking at? mm -hmm. Don't turn round and go, there will be only one murder tonight. You turn round and you say, sorry, I I don't want to fight at all. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry,
0: I zoned out then. I didn't mean to look at you. I'm sorry. Like, I know, like, what should have happened is, you killed my parents. You could have gone, listen, there's a rat in your pocket. Right, it's called, uh, what it's called, Peter Pegro. Peter Pegro. He's one responsible, right? And draw him out and we'll make him transform, and then, honestly, blah, blah. But instead, you get all this obtuseness. And it can be explained by the fact that this man has been isolated for, yeah. and he's That's been in Azkaban, true, yeah. and his brain isn't the same as how it used to be. Yeah. You can use that, but he's still obtuse. Yeah.
2: And he's not like that elsewhere, really, is he? I can't really remember <laughs> the other books, but he's yeah. not like, because. What, so, I thought you'd come and help your friend I'm grateful it will make everything easier <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to explain the truth of how I'm innocent why would that
0: have made things easier
2: don't know because he's not telling on
0: them at Hogwarts he's not getting arrested again I guess oh yeah he's, he's not going getting actual teachers help yeah. he's like uh, you know he, it's all contained
2: the only ones who know about it are in the yes. shaking shack yeah. and he does grab Harry by the throat as well which yeah. doesn't seem very innocent no. I don't know <laughs> no. You're right, guys, he's been
1: obtuse. Much like the angle of Tom's birthday cake slice. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he, well, he's defending himself there, isn't he? Because I think Harry's beating him up and uh, then he grabs him by the throat. But then also, yeah, you don't grab somebody by the throat, do you? You just try and... Get, get off! You, you grab their arms, don't you? Yeah. Or you tickle
0: them. Push them, or them off or whatever, not, yeah. He's got a wand. He could have just petrified them all. Yeah, you? yeah. But then, that will not make for interesting reading, would it, guys? Yeah, that's,
2: that's true. I, but just, I think, knowing what you now know, that he mm. is, like, a good un, good I thought reading it back, maybe it would be like, oh... But no, it does does seem like he's yeah he's still evil at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's being a right oddball. Mm.
0: Um, Lupin is a werewolf. He, t- he runs up the stairs and Hermione goes, you're a werewolf, What whatever she says, and he forces a laugh at one point. Ha! I
2: love forcing a laugh. <laughs> ha. <laughs> ha! Ha, 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 <laughs> yeah. Force a laugh, Lucas. Go on, force a <laughs>
0: Your face doesn't look happy. I was forcing it.
1: (laughs) Let me ask you a question. We find out that Remus Lupin is a werewolf. How old would you think Remus Lupin is? 50. 50? Mm. All right. What happened 50 years ago? Who was expelled from Hogwarts 50 years ago? Hagrid. Hagrid! What did Hagrid used to keep under his bed? Uh... Werewolf puppies? Werewolf puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you've heard it here first. Hagrid is Lupin's dad. He's his foster dad at least. I think baby werewolf Lupin was one of the little baby cubs that Hagrid had under his bed 50 years ago. Oh. <laughs> and I really hope no one else has thought of that, because I'm proud. <laughs> and also,
0: Harry won't give anyone a chance to explain... Yeah. Mm. Anytime someone's like, if you let me explain, he's like, I, how can I let you explain when you killed my parents? Even if you think they're
1: bullshitting, just listen. Go on then. Mm. Hear what? them out. Let's hear it. Yeah. Harry, before Lupin comes in, I felt this was a really interesting moment. Harry has Sirius Black at his mercy. Mm. He's pointing a wand at him and he wants to kill him. He's actually thinking the, the thought, I'm going to kill him, which we've never had before, right? But he hesitates. Right. Do you do you think if Lupin hadn't turned
2: up, do you think he would have gone gone through with it? Well, well there's even the part where Crookshank, Crookshanks jumps into Sirius yeah. Black's arms and he's like, "So what if, uh, so what if he had to kill a cat too?" Yeah, <laughs> if he was pre- if the cat was prepared, no, if Sirius Black was prepared to die trying to protect Black, then wasn't that wasn't Harry's business? He's ready to kill a cat. Misogynist. <laughs> and also, just
1: blast him in the head.
2: Yeah, you don't, you don't have, have to kill the cat. A cat covers about 5% <laughs>
1: of the body. Oh, bloody hell, he's got that cat for a human shield. <laughs> Just get him in the head. But as well, if Harry... Because I don't think Harry knows the killing curse. I don't think he knows um, of cadaver yet. What has he got in his arsenal that he thinks is going to kill Sirius Black? He mm. Can't bloody what he was him to death, can he? <laughs> I'm going to just shove things up his nose until he dies. I'm going to make him levitate. But what? Yeah. Well, yeah. What's he going to do? He's got some up his sleeve. Yeah, I bet he has. Eat slugs, <laughs> Black. <laughs> Imagine was... this. What, what, how do you think that this would turn out? Imagine Sirius Black is the murderer that Harry thinks he is. Mm. And because of his hesitation, later on, Black kills Ron and Hermione. How, how do you think Harry would feel about that? Imagine the guilt of that—he had a chance to kill Black and didn't. Because mm. oh. this is all right now—the fact that oh, you know, Black ends up being good. But what if he wasn't, and because of Harry's hesitation, other other people get killed. Mm. I'd have liked that if he had gone
0: away that way. Because it would have made a very interesting, like, I don't know, different story. Yeah. You know, that there was someone, like, you know, formidable as Lord Voldemort. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because at the minute, it's just like, as we find out, as the books develop, it's just Lord Voldemort and everyone
1: else is beneath is just weak, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's nobody, like, only...
2: Hello, the stranger's all right. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. And yeah.
1: Dumbledore maybe is like a a rival to match him a bit. He's a goodie though, Dumbledore. He's a goodie, isn't? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Big snake.
0: <laughs> What's that? Fellowship's the strange is killed by Mrs.
1: Weasley. Take yeah. that, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how powerful, I don't know if they ever mentioned how powerful Harry's parents were. I don't know if they were yeah. like fantastic witches and wizards. I had a question. Come on. Why
0: did James Potter have the cloak? So it's, been passed down in his family, hasn't it? Yeah. What the hell would it be given to a schoolboy?
1: Yeah. Because his parents were He wasn't an orphan, wasn't he? No, no, yeah, because he had it when he was at school, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't know. Dumbledore give it him too?
0: Oh, I don't probably the old guess. like
2: Harry's grandparents. Where are they? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
1: true, isn't it? Because at this moment in time, they're probably only about 50, 60, aren't they? Mm. His grandparents well, don't know, maybe not maybe I'm saying he he's got teen parents, <laughs> no, but even if how old, oh, yes, yeah, suppose not yeah, but his mum and dad would be what thirty forty, he' be thirty, would they if Harry's like fifteen, no, that's true he <laughs> <14. laughs> <laughs> would still have grandparents so, yeah, alive is what I'm saying, alive,
0: well, some people's grandparents die no. my last grandparent died when I was fourteen <sighs> that's sad. d e dead and there's no coming back from that there's no resurrection in death maybe in the Muslim world
1: but not in Blackpool (laughs) (laughs) I love the bit where Hermione turned into Victor Meldrew when I can't remember what he said when uh, Lupin gives Sirius Black a hug and Hermione just goes I don't believe it! She shouts that out. I isn't don't it? believe it! <laughs> it's the most unnatural reaction to any shot ever. I don't believe it. I don't believe this. She thinks the life's- no, alive. Ron.
0: You can't. I can't. Be- I don't believe it.
1: I can't
2: believe this is happening. <laughs> mm. um, Crookshanks again. I love Crookshanks in this In uh, this chapter, lovely. thinks he's ace. Uh, there's one point where it says he turned his ugly squash face to Harry like JK's getting a dig in at like how ugly (laughs) the cat is and like it's a ginger Himalayan cat apparently and they have like squashed grumpy faces much like Betty Mm -hmm. and like most people think they're just grumpy looking look like they hate everything but it's just their face and like Betty I know all their emotions and things and it kind of brings me to you Tom Mm. where in the past you've kind of had it Where you've said other comedians find you intimidating or like not hard to approach or something. You love that kind of vibe. Tell Um, me if I'm hurting your feelings. No, no, no. no. If anything, I was like, I like this. He looks to be feared. I think it's a similar sort of thing with your face. It's just a. Yeah, I think stern
0: brow. Yeah, I get. I honestly, I get in a lot of trouble with my face because people (laughs) think I'm angry at them. Mm. But we know you. And and if anything, I'm just, I don't know, thinking about myself, or I'm (laughs) I'm elsewhere, or I don't know. Yeah, I think because my eyes are a bit deep set. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just just saying, you're a grumpy cat. I'm a grumpy cat. I'm a pussy. I've got hair on my body. I've got paws. I've got claws, I've got a mouth, a saliva, I've got an anus.
2: Got... <laughs> Clean yourself by licking your whole body.
0: I do. I, I can't lie,
2: listeners. Yeah.
0: What animal are you most like?
2: Um, a silly monkey. Ooh, <laughs> do
0: you think that would be your Patronus?
2: Um, no, I've, ne- I've, ne- I've tried to think what my Patronus would be. Mm. Maybe a sleepy bear.
1: Oh, mm. panda. Hermione is like, Lupin is revealed to be a werewolf, and Hermione is saying, I knew it, you know, I've been, you know, uh, covering up for you, I knew you were a werewolf, I didn't say anything, I knew that your boggart was the moon, I knew that you were always getting ill when there was a full moon, Lupin turns around and goes, you're one of the cleverest witches of your age. Now's not the time for compliments. <laughs> These three kids are shitting themselves. I don't know how Ron is laying on that bed.
0: <laughs> like before, he was giving it an ow. Yeah. Because Scabbers bit his finger. Yeah. Now he's got a broken gammy leg. Yeah. How is he not screaming his lungs out?
2: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say whether it's his shin or his femur. It could be his mm. femur. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh.
1: Oh he's just chilling throughout all these revelations with a broken leg <laughs> in bed, head on the pillow is he in the bed I think so he starts yeah. off in the bed
0: does he get out the bed he, try to, he tries to join in the fight yeah. He? yeah and then whatever he's called Black is telling him off yeah
1: yeah. and then they're going on about they say Dumbledore knew that uh, Lupin was a werewolf but he had to trust me and Harry goes, Dumbledore, what's wrong? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was hoping in the opposite of the Chamber of Secrets, when Harry showed loyalty to Dumbledore, folks flew in and gave him a present, a hat and a sword. Whereas here, he's berating Dumbledore, he's wrong. I was expecting folks to come in and shit on Harry's head. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Didn't happen. That sad. Forks comes in with the sorting hat, Harry puts his hand in, lump
2: of coal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get this year, Nobbin. <laughs> note that it says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> from Forks. <laughs> um, also, Ron goes, get away from me, werewolf, uh, to loop him when yeah. he finds out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's all. I didn't
2: like that. I thought that was a bit like. More prejudice. Prejudice. Prejudice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was prejudice. Well, it's probably the first thing you can think of as an insult. But I feel like Ron's a lot braver than we've seen him previously in this chapter. Because we've seen him scared of spiders, we've seen him hanging back while Harry goes forward and (laughs) deals with Voldemort himself. But here he's proper like, you're going to have to get through me if you're going to kill Harry.
2: Yeah. You're a werewolf. He's that as usual, Rupert (laughs) Grin. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Bloody
0: (laughs) hell! Peter Pettigrew is the rat. (gasps) Peter Pettigrew. So after all this time, Ron has been in love. With a middle-aged man, <laughs> he's been carrying a middle-aged man round in his pocket. He's yeah. been sleeping with a middle-aged man <laughs> who's not related to him. He's been feeding him, kissing him, bathing him,
1: yeah. telling all his secrets, scooping up his boobs, probably
2: getting out of the shower himself, getting him changed <laughs> yeah. in front of a middle-aged man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just like that sudden realization. I've been tickling the tummy of an adult <laughs> <laughs> for 13 years. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> this chapter has so many, like, I can't remember reading this book, but it has so many reveals in this mm. one chapter that all
2: suddenly make sense. I think it's fantastic. Mm. So I didn't remember that Lupin didn't know that Sirius was yeah. not bad. I I thought he knew that Sirius was... Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. But now he's, like, kind of realising it now. Yeah. And that's where they hug. Well, I think, apart from, like, Voldemort and
1: Pettigrew, I don't think anybody knows that Sirius is good, which is fascinating. Yeah. Like a real deep agent. Yeah. Because yeah. imagine... Cause it's hard to believe in one sense, because I feel like if you were best friends with somebody, you'd, you'd think, well, they would They wouldn't do that, would they? But then, if it could get tortured out of you,
0: yeah, that's true. uh, You never know, do you? No, no. How many? How many out of five? How many tickly tummies of a middle-aged man out
1: of five are you giving this chapter, Lucas? Do you know what? I bloody love this chapter. I'm gonna go so far as to say that this is my favourite chapter we have read so far. Okay, tell us why. In all fifty-two episodes. I Mm feel like it was the big reveals, it was exciting, we had a bit of rough and tumble, we had some fighting, we had Harry nearly killing a man. Mm -hmm. All this kind of anger coming out, we saw a new side to Ron, I think we've seen a new side to Hermione. Mm -hmm. The reveals about, we've got Sirius Black's turned up, he's a dog, Lupin (laughs) loves Sirius Black, the rat is Peter Pettigrew, it's just so overwhelming, I had to really resist from starting the next chapter straight away. Mm. For me, this is peak Potter. I never rave this much about a chapter, and I'm going to give it the maximum five tickly tummies of a middle-aged man out of five.
2: Wow. Wow, well,
0: David, how about yourself?
2: Uh, this is my first time giving a score to a Harry Potter chapter. I will agree. You know, I'm very lucky to be like, peak Potter. This is the, one of the most exciting parts of The Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. So this is a good one. However, I kind of feel like uh, Sirius Black talking like a creep was kind of. I, I don't know, that kind of. That just took a little tiny bit off where I thought maybe mm. that is JK writing it so it's more of a reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's because it's Harry's perspective of Sirius. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it 4 out of 5. Wow. Oh, oh, very good though.
1: For what yeah. out of
2: 5? For. What did you say? Tickly tummies of a middle-aged man. Four tickly tummies of a middle-aged man. Five tickly tummies of a middle-aged man.
0: Now, for me, I started reading this book. Well, I started reading this chapter. Real page-turner. I didn't have Mm. Connie with me. I was struggling. My uh, pages were dripping with tears. Loneliness. (laughs) But I had a new friend in the drama of this chapter. Mm. Real excitement. Yeah. Finally, Ron getting his comeuppance. He's been, for lack of a better word, a total twat. This entire book. This entire book, he's been awful. He's been gaslighting people. He's a chauvinist. He's a pig. He's horrible. I hate him. A broken leg is his just desserts. Then we see Harry losing his mind, threatening to kill a man. Yeah, and then Hermione and Harry kicking the shit out of a man. (laughs) This is wild. (laughs) For that reason, I'm gonna give this chapter five tickly tummies out of a middle-aged man out of five.
1: Whoa! Total of 14 tickly tummies, that might be a record! Wow. Oh
0: right. Are you ready for this week's segment? And you can you can jump in as well. Hey. Uh,
1: the prize? anything you'd like <laughs> out of these things hey what, what if, so if we don't get five out of five we're not allowed any of the refreshments the venue has supplied for us each po- you each, eat them all each point yeah. is something oh that's nice okay
0: get, so one point is a coke yeah but
1: also one point
0: is a single mint okay
1: <laughs> right okay
0: okay should we do a buzzing or do you want to just shout out? I'd say ah, what, hands up. Hands, hands up. up. Hands up, that's the best system. Question one How did Harry and Hermione uh, stop the Wampum Willow from shaking its branches?
2: David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crookshanks does it for her. Uh...
0: Correct. Question two um, How were they bent through
1: the passage? Lucas, I'm going to guess bent double. They were bent double through the passage. Just <laughs> <That's> twice. <laughs> <laughs> Question three.
0: How many legs did the chair have in the uh, Shrieking Shack, in the room? Lucas. I'm going to guess three. <laughs> yeah, three. Three. <laughs> Question four. What is Lupin's nickname? <laughs> David.
2: Like a big bum. It's Mooney. It's Mooney.
0: <laughs> Too old. No, this is the decider. This oh. is the decider. Question five. Who is Ron in love with?
1: Lucas. Scabbers. Peter Pettigrew. Who is? Peter Pettigrew. A... Rat. A man, a middle-aged man. A middle-aged man. A (laughs) middle-aged man. Well done. So, David, you get to choose two items... From the selection, what would you
2: like? Uh, could I have one of these chairs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a uh... kettle. And <laughs> um, the light bulb, the big strip. <laughs> oh, the light,
0: <laughs> light strip. <laughs> Lucas, what are you going to go for?
1: I, on the other hand, will have one of Uncle Joe's mint balls, a can of Coke, and this empty tub of Cadbury's Heroes. Just look inside. That's got five sticky <laughs> drumsticks in it. <laughs> 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 They're not coming off the bottom.
0: <laughs> we forgot to sing it before, but quiz quizy quiz quizy quiz quiz quids- wrong, qui- quiz quiz. quiz-, twiz- twiz- woos, quiz- twiz- gonna ask it, whoo, you some questions. How well will you
1: do? Quiz quizy quiz quizy quiz Gonna ask you about Harry Potter. How well will you do? I'll blow you a case. I love that with the addition of David Stanier's baritone voice. Oh yeah.
2: Um, I I, I, I was on the train back from Liverpool last night and I was listening to the the latest episode of Pottervision Mm -hmm. and I heard Lewis Shaw's beautiful poem, or sonnet, uh, as a present to you both. And I thought, shit, (laughs) I've not gotten a present. So I went to my local shop today I perused, looked around and, and I saw there was not a lot for a present for Lucas and Tom. The part I said, is this the ex- the extent of the range of presents for Lucas and Tom from shopkeeper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I have bought you some choco wafers wow. to give you some light energy oh, for your tour. Excellent. Look at that. I love it's that. It's enormous. I and love that. 60 grams. And where's um, the other one to the depth of my bag. Oh, this is exciting. And... Some uh, oh no, they come out. Uh, some fun snaps. Oh, you know, like, and
1: they're the things you throw on the floor and like like
2: they bang. And I wish you a snapping and banging tour, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you so much, David.
1: Thank you
0: so much.
1: And uh, our present to you is uh, you get to do comedy for us today. My job. <laughs> <laughs> this has been. Potter Vision Podcast, thank you very much to everybody for listening and thank you to David for being our
2: lovely guest. Thank you so much for having me. As I said before, I was a big fan of I'm a big fan of the podcast. I feel like I've won a competition just being here.
1: <laughs> well honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. We're on tour. You can't come to Chorley anymore. By the time you've listened to this, we'll have done it. And we'll be dead. And we'll be dead. <laughs> but next week, uh, or this week coming, if it's a Monday, on Thursday, we're in Hull, where David is joining us again. And on Friday, we're in Peterborough. Oh! I scared the bloody shit out of me then. And on, fr- and on Friday, we'll be in Peterborough, supported by the fantastic Dawn Bailey. Uh, All the ticket dates are on the uh, website, pottervision.com. But please join us on tour. We're on Patreon as well, patreon.com slash pottervision. There are bonus episodes of the podcast. There's merchandise. There's our 2019 live show. Come and support us on there. Otherwise, you can give us a five-star review or get in touch on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Just search pottervision and you'll find us next week. We're on episode 53. Chapter 18 of The Prisoner of Azkaban Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. You have been a wonderful guest, David Stanier. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you yes. so much for coming on. Thank you so hey. much for coming. <laughs> <You're welcome>. You are welcome. Thank you very much. You have been regular host, Tom Morrison. And you have been a bouncing
0: baby, Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Pot-a-vision. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.